0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Lion Among Lions, in the Lion's Den. It is my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the Lion's Den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. Listen, the Lion's Den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life from the source of our connection with our Savior Jesus Christ. So what I, what I want you to do now is just roar for your victory, huh? roar for your power, roar for your prosperity, roar for your deliverance, and roar for your strength. Listen, the strength from the lion's den, our topic today is uh, Women With Purpose, my third installment. Listen, she's ministry, she's business, she's Proverbs 31. I want you to get ready for another powerful podcast, podcast about these women with purpose. See, they're busy and on the go, but not too busy for ministry, not too busy for family, and definitely not too busy for God. See, an active, God-loving, beautiful, intelligent woman is a good thing, but to whom much is given, much is required. My panelists and I will dive into some women issues and what it means to be active in ministry, proficient in business, and a Proverbs 31 31 woman with purpose. Amen. Indeed. Listen, my first guest— my, my, my first guest has been married for 12 years to the man of God, Charles Stubbs, and is the mother of seven children. That's right. That's an easy job, you think? She is a graduate of Twist <laughs> County High and studied business management and medical assistance at Central Georgia Tech and Millamont Technical College. She has faithfully served in ministry for several years, and she and her husband are the founders of Victory Deliverance Ministry, embracing God and community through faith and unity. My God, she she is also the visionary behind Walk a Mile and Pray 3K, 3 to 5K Relay benefit against colon cancer. A mother, a wife, a worship leader, and queen. The extraordinary prop, prophetess Jen, Jennifer Sanders Stubbs. So glad to have you here with us today.
0: Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Amen. Awesome. Amen.
1: Well, my God, we we're, we're excited we're excited about you being here. Listen, Amen. my my next guest. She is a uh, devoted mother of two adult daughters, a grandmother to three beautiful grandchildren, and spiritual mother to dozens in the body of Christ. As a realtor for twenty years, she has helped countless ministries secure operating facilities. She's a member of uh, the Presidential Partner Women. She's a member of the Presidential Prayer Team, Christians United for Israel. And prayer partners to three Georgia House of Representatives and two state senators. As an ordained and licensed minister, my God, she has served as senior pastor and as national and international facilitator. She has led numerous to Christ through street ministries, as well as assisting several churches and youth ministries to fulfill their purpose. She is one of the founding directors for Families of Victory, my God, uh, Families of Victory. In his service, her love for children and love for families transitioning during divorce led her to become a court-appointed special advocate for children. Now, giving hope to suffering humanity, uh, whether it's through uh, public relations, radio broadcast, missionary, intercessory prayer leader, minister, teacher, evangelist, or assistant pastor, she makes a mark for the better that cannot be erased in the lives of everyone she meets, the amazing Shannon Stafford. Thank you so much.
2: Praise God. Thank you so much for having me on the show tonight.
1: Well, amen. You are a blessing.
2: Now, my, my last
1: guest, but definitely not least, is a native of Fielddale, Virginia. She's a mother of three daughters. She's attended both seminary and, and collegiate institutions and is currently enrolled in college to expand her educational portfolio. She answered the clarion call of God. After facing a life of teen pregnancy, my God, single parenting, abuse, incest, rape, abduction, and molestation, and failed abuse in marriage. From her pains and trials, God birthed through her PARAM Outreach Ministries, and in July 2013, PARAM Outreach Ministries, LLC, was established. Uh, PARAM, if I'm saying that correctly, stands for People Against Abuse, Incest, Rape, Abduction, Molestation, and Murder. To help bring healing to wounded souls through deliverance from domestic violence, incarceration, drug addu- abuse, addiction, and sexual addiction and abuse. Now, in 2017, she established Param Community Development Corporation and PCDC Community and Volunteer, volunteer Services, which provide quality and low-cost housing to families in need. She is the anointed vessel that God gracefully uses in prophetic and deliverance ministry. But most of all, Apostle Designate Stockton believes God can and will deliver those who want to be set free and adheres to her motto Your pain is not to be blamed, but your life story is to God's glory. Apostle Designate Tanya Stockton, thank you for being here tonight.
3: Amen. Thank you and for having me on the show tonight. And I look forward to all that God is going to do.
1: Amen. You had a little tough time there, but I'm glad you, you made it back in. Yes, (laughs)
3: Yes, <laughs> it's all right.
1: All right. Listen, I'm, I'm just gonna start off. I'm gonna start off with you, Prophet Stub. If you can answer for me, uh, this question: Who is Who is God to you, as in defining your relationship with Him? And and then on top of that, what does it mean to be a saved woman?
0: Okay. Well, I mean, he's he's my everything. I mean, he's my he's just the ultimate Creator. He's perfect, all powerful, all knowing um he's he's my peace he's my comfort um he's my go to person um he's he's my all Amen. and to be a saved woman and to walk this journey um with christ it's been phenomenal every i look back at every trial it's just been awesome just the learning and the growing in him through him and with him Amen. just just for the use of whatever he's using me for. It's
1: it's
0: it's been awesome and phenomenal. Amen. Incredible. Uh
2: Evangelist Stafford. Yes, sir. Um as uh Prophet Stubbs said, he's just he's it. He's all. He's just my all in all. And um you know it means that I am one with God. I'm one with him. I'm a daughter of the most high. And I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord of my life. That's what, you know, salvation means. To accept Jesus Christ As Lord of your life And uh, I am so glad I did I tell you what I am so glad I did So I am a daughter of the king
1: Amen And how would you define a saved woman
2: I would define a saved woman uh, Being a daughter of the king We we live by different principles We're in this world But we're not of this world Our headship is in heaven you know, we live the principles of Christ.
1: Yes, yes indeed. Apostle Stockton.
3: Yes. Um, you know, I, I in this um platform I really just I wanna keep it real. You know, and okay. God to me and I know that um as they were saying that He's our everything and He is everything to me. I mean it is it has been times in my life that if it hadn't been having a relationship with God, I don't even know where I would be to this day. You know, mm-hmm. um, with going through the things in life that I've been through, to be more than anything, what I want to say that he's been for me is that he's been a mind regulator. Because yeah. I know that if it had not been for him, having his hands on my mind, I could have right. had a, break, a breakdown, you know what I'm saying? I could have yeah. had a nervous breakdown to the point that, I wouldn't even know where I'm at. Come on, somebody. And not only, uh, you know, but that's really who he is to me. He's my mind regulator because why? I need my mind on a daily basis to be able to think. And if you don't have your mind, you can't think, you can't feel, you can't touch, you can't see. Come on. So he's my mind regulator. And because he's my mind regulator, he's everything else to me.
1: All right. That, that, and so what
3: it means to me to be saved, it means to know that I'm in the safety of his arms. That, you know, the word lets us know um, that it's his will that no man will perish but have everlasting life. So this is what he wants for his children, you know, uh, uh, for for us to be saved. He don't want us to perish in this world, but we have to have the confidence in knowing that he's going to keep us it through eternity and
4: So well,
3: you know what to be a saved is. woman right, uh-huh. right. Go ahead, go ahead. So, to, to so to be a saved woman To me um, Is just the fact of knowing That I'm in the safety of his arms And through this walk that we walk daily Just knowing that I'm walking In the perfection of Christ That he's still crucifying my flesh On a daily basis. That I You know just to know That that's where he has me at and All if right. it had not been for him having his hand on my mind,
1: okay. I couldn't
3: I couldn't be there.
1: Okay, well, you know what? I'm a, I'm, I am I like how you place that, and we've talked in general. Now, I just want to get a little more specific. I'm going to start with you, Evangelist Stafford. Uh, you know, because many people believe that our adversities, they break us. But in actuality, it is our adversities that define who we really are. And those are the things that make us. I want to know what adversities can you pinpoint or I know there's so many that we can describe, but I just pinpoint <laughs> one. you know, if you could just pinpoint one that you turned to your advantage and it made you a stronger woman.
2: i tell you what, I'm going to try my level best to be obedient to this one boy. I tell you, because there's been so many.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Being tried by fire, uh, you know, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed, you know. Um, and and it's really hard to to gauge just one because I think at every level um, of graduation, <laughs> there's a trial of your faith, and I mean from uh, marriage to mothering to health service, you know, finances, the industry, the you know working and all of that, and um, you know just homemaking and time to to everything. It's just been a challenge from the enemy. But I would say as a mom, you know, um, and as a wife, um, you know, especially being married in ministry and having a a spiritual family and then having a natural family, I would say um, it's kind of dual between the divorce and actually the effect of the divorce that it had on my children. So Mm. I would say, you know, both your spiritual children and your natural children so, seemed mm-hmm. like they rock me to the core because sometimes you're trying to hang on, you know, um, and then ultimately, in the eyes of some, it failed. um uh, but in mm-hmm. in in it all and not glorifying the voice at all, it made me a stronger person. It made them stronger people, and it even made uh, him a stronger person. And uh, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we can all, because we are in the body. At the end of the day, we first right, know right. that we recognize that, guess what? We're, first of all, sisters and brothers in Christ. So, right. you know, in that alone, it kind of made me stronger, but it wasn't easy. It well, <laughs> wasn't. And,
4: and
2: almost, Amen. you know. But, you know so I would say that right there in itself would be mm-hmm. probably the one, one uh, and the effect that it had on my children in their teenage years, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, God really showed himself to be strong in our lives, that no matter what, in every given situation, we win. And he'll contend with those who contend with us, even That's at sometimes, if it's within us.
4: <laughs>
2: wow. mm-hmm. Sometimes the yes. enemy is enemy, and hmm. uh, so yeah, I would say that right there in itself.
3: Amen. Mm. Uh, Amen.
1: Well, let's go with you, uh, Prophet Stubbs. What what would you say? How would you address it, this question?
0: <sighs> well, there are many for me, so I'm trying to be obedient in this question as well. <laughs> Um, But if if I had to just really pinpoint out one, it would just be the trial that we are at the end of now, which was from September of last year, me being diagnosed with colon cancer stage three. Um, That adversity in the midst of that brought my family together in ways that I really don't even know how to explain my nine and 10 year old, at nighttime when they're praying, they're praying for cancer patients, not just for colon cancer patients, but for just people in general who are sick. I just see a difference in my family, my surroundings, it, and it actually brought out the woman in me, if that makes any sense. It, I don't see myself the way I saw myself two years ago. In my opinion now, I'm better, I'm stronger, I'm much wiser, I'm more cautious of my words, and I'm more attentive as to how I'm treating people.
4: Amen. Wow. It
0: it really brought out the woman in me, although it was rough. (laughs) I'm actually sitting here now speaking on chemo treatment right now. But to God be the glory because it's Amen. for him and it's for his good. And if he chose me for this, then that means from the foundations of the world, he ordained me to walk through it. So now Amen. I'm just catching up with it.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. Uh, Apostle Stockton.
4: Yeah. Wow.
3: Um, boy, coming behind these two ladies. Amen. Those are some awesome um, words of encouragement, women of God. But I would have to say for me, um, the thing in my life that happened that turned to my advantage and made me a stronger woman is, um, first of all, I want to say that I have been a woman that have had two marriages. Um, Unfortunately, they both were abusive situations. Um, But I would have to say out of all, I would think that my first marriage was the one that really um, happened in my life that turned you know me into a stronger woman because why I was young at the time um, mm-hmm. when I first came to the Tidewater area I was not I, I knew church but I didn't truly have a relationship with God and so mm-hmm. with that marriage being as abusive as it was it turned me to God it it turned Mm. me to a place of having a relationship with him, not just going to church, but actually talking to him and seeking Mm. him for direction and hearing his voice for which direction he needed me to go. And so because, um, I developed that relationship with him and was able to hear his voice. Um, I don't think that the effects of what took place, um, took me to a negative point that it could have, but what it did in turn, it made me a stronger person because why I had to step out on faith and move out on my own, raise my daughter on my own. And and at that point I was not working. So it it taught me I had to start going to school. I had to get a trade. I had to do things. So that's why it made me a stronger woman because it made me, first of all, seek God as far as having a relationship and it made me start seeking um, better ways of living.
4: Okay, okay. Uh-huh.
3: Well, hey,
1: Amen. Uh-huh. Listen, I, I want to jump to this question before I get to the meat and the good stuff. Uh, one of my uh, one of my callers wanted me to talk to you about a, a bridge or maybe a, a gap or a gulf. Is there a gulf a gulf between younger Christian women and older Christian women? Do you feel oh, like yeah. like there are some advantages or disadvantages that you see with both groups? In this present age, who said, "Oh yeah"? Was well, that you, Prophet?
0: Yeah, that was Jennifer. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you go ahead and tackle that. When you seem like you're ready to get on
0: that one, okay? Because one of the things that I've just with in in my own wall, one of the things that I've noticed is that you have young some younger women who are eager to learn. They're eager to learn from the older women, and you also have some women who are not willing to learn, they're not eager to learn, and you also have the older generation who are, who are not willing to try to give them anything because of their attitude or, or demeanor. Instead of loving beyond that, they just rather not even have anything to do. Okay, you don't want it? Fine, I'm not going to give it to you. But we're supposed to love beyond that. We're supposed, As being the older, more wise, more mature Christian, we're supposed to be mature enough to love beyond that And even if they Don't come to us Then we know we've done our part And we've loved them genuinely So I've seen it kind of on both ends Me being in the middle age I'm not going to get my age But I do have a birthday next week Yay! <laughs> but I've just, I've just seen it Because you see you have you, And like I said you do have young women There are some young women That once they see What they desire to be in you they grab hold to it and they grab hold Mm -hmm. to it with teeth and nails Mm -hmm. and they take it for what it is. And it's your Mm -hmm. responsibility to give them what you've been given so that they can walk into their destiny. And that's just how Mm -hmm. I feel about it. I've seen it on both ends.
1: I I like how you said Mm -hmm. that to give give them what you've been given because uh, one lady told me it's a copy and a paste. Sometimes they, they copy what they see us do and they, patient into their own life in a mimicking kind of way. Uh, Apostle Stott, look at that question. Uh, Younger Christian women and older Christian women, what advantages and
4: disadvantages
3: do you see? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think the woman of God um, pretty much summed it up. But, you know, the Bible does tell us that the um, older women are to um, teach the younger. And so I think when this day and time with this generation um, if the younger woman has a teachable spirit, then right. it makes it more adamant for us, uh, you know, more available for us to be able to go to them and teach. So mm-hmm. I think there's a, the, the that's the advantage that if they're willing to be, if they have a teachable spirit, that we can mm-hmm. teach. But I think the disadvantage is when you have the um, resistance and mm-hmm. uh, of not allowing us to you know to be teach, to teach them mm-hmm. then that's mm-hmm. where you have a problem um then on the other hand with the older christian women you know even the the older christian women in this day are not like our grandma now okay right you know our right. grandma they took we took they took time with us mm-hmm. and they prayed right. with us even if right. we didn't want them to so
4: exactly.
3: with today's older women you know we're so easy to give up Right. And not really push through So I think that's the disadvantage Is that, you know, if we get the resistance in the beginning We're not willing to suffer a while And push through with them But in order for uh, us to get what we have been We've had people to pray for us And to tarry with us So we have mm-hmm. to ask God to give us the long-suffering The spirit of long-suffering So that we uh, can have, you know, have the strength that we need you know, for the younger women. Then on the other hand, I think that the younger Christian women today can help us as older women um, not to be as, if I can say the word, not to be so stuck up, you know, in a sense because, you know, a lot of times the younger women will say, well, I can't go to her because she, you know, all she she can see is my clothes or all she can see is my piercings and so on and so on. So we as older women, we have to, you know, what were we doing at that age? We were doing things that our grandparents exactly. may not have wanted us to do. So we, I think right. we have to have a spirit of uh, of being able to say, you know what, let her be who she is and allow exactly. God to mold and, and make like her. God.
0: I agree. What? Exactly. Yeah. I, I, amen.
3: I, I like,
1: I like what you put it. You said if they have a teachable spirit. Now, spirit. Now, and I want to say some of them are not like Ruth. A lot of them are not like Ruth. They're not cut from that cloth that was sent mm-hmm. to a Naomi, I'm going to go where you go. You know, how, how would, how, let me let uh, let, let Evangeline Stafford answer the question. Then I want to talk about for a brief minute, how would you deal with the stubborn type? Uh, Evangeline Stafford, if you can look, if you could uh, address for a minute what I talked about when we was uh, looking at first, the uh, younger Christian woman and the older Christian woman, some of the advantages and disadvantages of both groups.
2: You know what, Apostle Simon, I agree with those women of God. i tell you, uh, but church as a whole, I'm going to throw something else out there. Church as a whole has changed. I've had the blessed opportunity to uh, facilitate nationally and internationally. And what happens is that church as a whole and some denominations are changing. So it's not so much in the younger or the older Sometimes those that are anointed may even be younger than you know than those that are older and still acting as silly women. So uh, what I'm finding out is the age gap. Yeah, the age, you know, it's not like as she said before how our grandmamas used to be. They used to tell, they used to do this, they used to do that, they used to pray for us and do all in. And, you know, I see a lot of things, and we will probably get into that later, even gender equality. Uh, I see, you know, even age equality, sometimes God is using some of the younger women to even speak to some of the older women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, some of them are still stuck with the lot of you know, operating in the grave. When you come back to the fact where she was talking about, all oh, she can in is myself, her in jail. What my tattoo? Mm Believe the spirit of the Lord is just leading us back to the original, operating by grace or operating in love with with the age no according to. Okay, so
1: so, so it's not necessarily an age thing as far as the age of the person, but you're saying the times change.
2: Exactly, or the age of their salvation. Because, you know, here I am, I've I've had the opportunity to to get, uh, I mean, a 90-year-old woman saved for the first time ever. So what could she have taught me outside of, you know, naturally as a 90-year-old woman, she could teach me a lot about homemaking. She could teach me a lot about sewing but what could she have taught me about operating in the kingdom of God when she's just now 90 but a babe in Christ well,
1: that, well that, yeah. that's what I was thinking that uh, the, the Christian women and, and that they're, I, I like how y'all pointed out the, uh, some, some similarities some advantages disadvantages. but what about the, the woman who's now because the church of God in Christ doctrine and some of those uh, what, house of prayer doctrines and those things that <laughs> that we came up with is kind of mm-hmm. not not like it once was. And if you grew up in if you've been saved over say twenty years and you came from that era, then you know what I'm talking about. Not that we're mm-hmm. judgmental or anything, but we see a difference. I mean, we we yeah. see a difference. Am I correct? Or?
3: No, you're correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it's, it's definitely a difference. But I I think. You know, more than anything, like we say, the word says that love covers a multitude of sins. So even though it's a difference, I think that if we would just show the love and not um, be so um, be so despondent because of a look, then right. I think that God could bless both ways. Because, um, like she was saying, because even if sometimes the younger women uh, can teach the older women.
4: So I just
3: think it's a thing that, you know, we just got to come to one another in love. And if we can come mm-hmm. to one another in love, then I think that we will be able to see um, that God will bring the, you know, unity more, unity more between the younger and the older Christian women. Because if, if we if we really think about it, I mean, in this, this day and age. Um, honestly, when you put women together, for some reason, it's always been a a, a situation where the enemy wants to try to bring um, division. So right. if we could just come together more right. in love, no matter right. what the age is, I think that we would really begin to see the spirit of the God uh, of the Lord have His way. Amen. Right. Amen.
1: Well, listen, Amen. We, we got we got to take this moment and go to a break, so. Hold everybody just
4: hold on tight and we'll be right back after these words. Okay. Okay. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At WIN, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right. $150 $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences. From